the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's Open Phone-In Friday. You ready to talk to me? Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me. Your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, uh, checking me out on the socials. We've got uh, Facebook. We've got YouTube. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. And I'm so glad uh, that you get to hang out with me and I get to hang out with you for this next hour. And, of course, uh, on the most listened-to Christian talk station on the East Coast, Second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, and Pennsylvania as well. So thanks a lot for tuning into this 50,000-watt station. Wow, how much power is that? Well, open phone in Friday means that anything you want to ask me a question about is fair game. Anything you want to talk about is fair game. This next hour is all about you. So instead of me creating the subject or the topic, uh, what's on your heart? Do you need to talk about race? Do you need to talk about relationships? Do you need to talk about religion, uh, education, politics, money, business, marriage, singleness? <laughs> Guess what? I'm here to serve you for the next hour, and I always say I don't have all the answers, but I can address anything. And uh, we've got this book right here, the Bible. I'm holding it up for those of you seeing me online. Uh, and so God's Word gives us everything we need, plus a lot of uh, a lot of smart listeners who can always help a brother out. They do so well with that. So we're open to just uh, going in the direction the Lord has in store for us. I'll walk with you, talk with you, pray with you. However the Lord leads, this is his hour, yours and mine together to enjoy. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Give me a call. My lines are now open. Let's bow for a short word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today, and we commit this show over to you and ask you to guide it, GPS it, any direction you want to take it. We are here, and we're inviting you to be a part of our time together. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. 888-432-7434. 
There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of us. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or go to my favorite website, embracegracism.com. Embracegracism.com. Learn what it means to be a gracist. And you can even sign up to be one. Register to be a gracist so I know who I'm counting on uh, to build bridges of reconciliation, to lift other people up, and to do all you can not to be a racist, but to be a gracist. That's extending God's grace to everyone, regardless of, sometimes maybe even because of, their color, class, or culture. You know, God did that for you and me, did he not? He extended grace to a human race that wasn't even thinking about him. And the scripture teaches in Romans 5.20, I believe it is, that even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that's right. Let me just uh, reference, uh, check that, because I want to make sure I'm quoting it right. I think I'm in the right neighborhood, but, you know, let's uh, let's double check. We don't have everything memorized, but, but I want that verse right now. All right. Let's see. Romans 5. Uh, what does verse 20 say? Uh, nope, that ain't the one. <laughs> By the way, verse 20 says, but where sin increased, grace increased all the more. So now I've got to check to find out why we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. I can't pull it out of my brain and I don't want to go looking for it too much now because I want to talk to you. So we'll find that one. If anybody knows that one, quickly text me on it. Otherwise, I'll find it during the break. Okay. I used to have it committed to memory, but I got that one. That's a good one too, isn't it though? Uh, Where sin increased, grace increased all the more. Thank you, Lord. All right. Let me give you my number. I'm going to go to the phone lines. All right. And I will get you that correct uh, reference. But let me say the verse again. So if anybody wants to look it up and tell me really quickly, do that for me. Okay. And uh, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Can you tell me what that is? It's like a quiz, but I actually don't know the answer really quickly here. So, all right, let's go to Springfield, Virginia and talk to Ralph, who's on the line. Hello. Uh, well, you know what? Ralph is almost going to be on the line. Let's see. Here he is. Ralph, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Dr. Anthony. My brother, you made it. What's your comment or question on this open phone in Friday? Thank you, Dr. Anderson. So much appreciate your show and your, your vision and uh, your messaging always is so terrific. Thank um, you. I wanted, you're welcome, sir. I wanted to ask about, um, about racial injustice this afternoon. And yes. specifically, specifically, I wanted to see if you might be able to help me with a response, I'm an African-American male, and at times, um, you know, I've got lots of associates and friends that are white, and invariably, they've been coming to me with questions and comments, and they make statements about what's taking place in our society, the rioting, and, you know, the whole thing with the uh, great George Floyd and all. Right. the, the, The big question I'd like for you to help me with is, they ask me, what do you think how do you think society can be corrected what do you think practically can be done to address racial injustice in america wow what a great question i'm so glad that your friends uh are asking that question you know in my uh, opinion one of the best ways you can respond is by first acknowledging it uh and then learning about it like it really matters and then committing to do something about it And the question might be, what is that something? And they want to jump in. Uh, They want us to jump in and give them the answers. Uh, But what I have learned is, A, I don't have all the answers. But B, what I do know is if you ignore it, deny it, 
uh, and dismiss it, then that's not going to help. So become aware of it. And I think that's what's happening in the culture now. People are aware of it because they can see it. Uh, but then go on a learning journey. You know, don't, uh, don't make me your teacher where I have to teach you everything. If you're truly interested at some point, you've got to read for yourself. Now, I can suggest some books for you to read. And by the way, if you send them to my website, embracegracism.com, we have a reading list where people can start. They can read um, and then commit to doing something about it as the Lord leads. So I think that that personal journey can get us can get us started. Now, can we go further than that, Ralph? Yes, we can. We can talk about policing. We can talk about um, you know, the education system, we can talk about the health system that gets into sometimes politics, philosophy, and, but we can get into that because I think that there are some systemic answers to these systemic problems, but I would at least start there, uh, because if, if they don't go on a learning journey and they simply want you to, uh, say, you know, tell me what to do. It's kind of like that spouse, that wife that says, I just want you to love me. He says, well, just give me a list and tell me what to do and I'll go do it. And if he does, you know, if he does that, he's never really going to love her. He has to discover her, study her, and then figure out what is it that I can do to truly grab her heart. I hope that's helpful to you, Ralph. Yes, sir, it is. Thank you, as always. Hey, God bless you, my friend from Springfield. I'm coming right back to you. Hold on. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Best Buy waterproofing and Best Buy design build. So, who is this superhero guy flying over the neighborhood looking for leaky basements and leaky roofs to repair? Visit BestBuyWaterproofing.com or call 844-980-3707-247 to see what heroic home repair services look like. Basement waterproofing, mold and mildew remediation, structural repair, foundation crack injection, sump pump systems, roofing and gutters, siding and decks. So, you went to BestBuyWaterproofing.com and called 844-980-3707. Who's the real hero now? You are. We've got you covered from top to bottom. At Best Buy, your whole house is our business. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his Facebook page and subscribe to his YouTube channel. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook and click like for Anderson Speaks on YouTube and subscribe. They're a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. 
Plus, you can watch Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. You can also connect with Dr. Anderson and his sponsors at andersonspeaks.com. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, YouTube, and andersonspeaks.com. Check him out today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you doing? I'm so glad that you're hanging out with me. It's open phone in Friday, and we've got that verse. Thank you uh, for helping a brother out. I had the right chapter, just the wrong uh, verse. Or uh, as we say, uh, we've got the right neighborhood, the right street, just the wrong house. And so the neighborhood is Romans. The street is chapter 5. But the house was not verse 20, uh, which is uh, where uh, sin increases, grace increases all the more. That right house is verse 8, okay? God demonstrates his love for us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So one time we, I was supposed to have an appointment at my house for someone to clean the house. It was this new company, and uh, I gave I gave her the wrong address, and Amber's like, how could you give her the wrong address? I guess, you know, there was a number that was off, and so after about a half hour, I texted the lady. I was like, look, you know, um, we've been waiting for you. She goes, I'm here. Come to find out she was on the right street, just had the wrong house because I gave her the wrong address. Go figure. So now y'all got the right address for two great verses, Romans 5.8 and Romans 5.20, okay? Here's my phone number if you want to call me. It's open phone in Friday. That means we we can talk about anything you want to discuss, ask me any question, or bring up any topic, and let's kick it around for a couple of minutes on live radio, but it's kind of like just you and I kicking it, right? We, we're not worried about the other 300,000 people. Okay, 888-43-BRIDGE. Okay, let's go to Stafford, Virginia, and speak with Mary, who's on the line. Hi, Mary. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? I am blessed. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful and so glad you're hanging out with me. What are you thinking today? Well, I am calling to give you a praise report on a conversation that you and I had probably about two years ago. Really? I love praise reports. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. Well, I called you because I was like, um, the Lord had told me I was going to a new church because my pastor, former pastor, said he was retiring in five years. So the Lord said, when you he retired, I said, well, Lord, what am I going to do with the new pastor coming? He said, you're not going to be here. So I said, mm-hmm. okay. And he said, and when he goes, you go. So And he told me what church to go to. So I was, like, anxious and wanting to leave then. Mm-hmm. And then you, I called you, and you said, the Lord has you in his waiting room, and you sit there patiently because he wants to teach you some things. Mm-hmm. So I sat there for a year and a half. Well, I have a tradition that my mother, who is 
passed on said, you have to have a covering. So um, this all happened under my control. So the pastor was going to leave in July, and there was going to be a big celebration, but COVID has happened. Okay. So now I was watching TV, and it was Easter, and the pastor said today was his last day. I was like, what? So anyway, they moved it up. So so then that left me, because the Lord said, when he go, you go. Okay. So that left me without the church. And I was like, no, I don't have a covering because nobody, churches are meeting. And the Lord said to me, I'm your covering, you know. Huh. So I do have a plan. I'm not without a covering. I do have a plan. So I, I said, I'm going to wait to go to this church so I could just go up to the front and join, uh, however they do it. Okay. Well, that wasn't going to happen. So the Holy Spirit said, go by there. I was smart enough to get a letter, a character letter. Okay. So I took my character letter, and I took my, my tithe and offering to the church, and, um, and I dropped it off. And someone had called me the next day. And so then I got that straight. But all this time I have, during the pandemic, I have not been a foot in that church since April. Uh-huh. And we're still not moving yet. But I do watch online. Okay. And, um, well, and I'm very strong in my faith. So God has just, he, for one thing, he bust my bubble because he was like, I'm your covering. And now I got you where you have always How tried to that? make sure you have a covering. How about and that? And I was like, well, look. <laughs> So I was like, Lord, I hope I don't pass away because I told my son, just give me a graveside funeral. Because <laughs> Well, you know what? That's, anyway. that's all you're going to get nowadays anyway because they won't even let a whole lot of people go to a graveside. But we won't worry about that. I'm just glad that, yeah. A, you realize the Lord is your ultimate covering, and, B, you're still giving your tithes and offerings, which I think is really, really uh, beautiful that you are doing that. And so keep the faith and keep, uh, keep strong in the Lord until that day when they open the door and you can uh, – formally walk forward or do whatever the process is, okay? Yeah, and tell people to still go get that letter, get that character letter, because they don't know who you are, well, you, you know? know. And you come out of the blue. I'm still yeah. the old school. There are things that's not going to change, yeah. and that's one. And we're forced to go back to the old way anyway. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, thank you, Miss Mary, for hanging out with me from Stafford, Virginia, okay? God bless you. Blessings to you. Let's move over to Oxon Hill, Maryland, and talk to Beanie, who's on the line. Hello, Beanie. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm fine. Me and my husband have a question. Okay. Okay, Dr. Anderson. I'm with her as well. Oh, great. What's your name? Um, I'm Terry. Hi, Mr. Terry. Thanks for calling me. What are y'all thinking? Okay. Well, long time ago, when we first got married, you preached a sermon on land of not enough, land of just enough, and land of more than enough. Oh, wow. And bring it up to date now, we have gotten to a place, I believe, is land of just enough. Okay. But it's enough to give a tithe. And we're talking about tithing off the gross or off the net. Wow. And it's been a debate between me and him for a while. And I want to know, um, how do you tithe? Because we want to tithe right. Is it gross or net? Yes. Well, let me ask you this. How do you want God to bless you, your gross or your net? I want the gross. <laughs> I, Dr. Anderson, I said, what? We can't hear. You said what? Oh, uh, we couldn't hear you. Oh, I said. I said. Okay, go, go ahead. How do you want the Lord to bless you on your gross or your net? My husband said gross, 
What do you say? I said that. Uh-huh. I said that, and I, I I feel bad because of the, with the way he put it. But I only said that because if you're struggling and you're not having enough, uh-huh. I thought that it should be that. Okay. So am I wrong for thinking like that, or is do we pose to say gross no matter where you at in your in your income? Well, again, I would say, you know, if you want God to give you a net blessing, that's less. If you want God to give you a gross blessing, that's a whole lot more. And he, he blesses right. you uh, according to your faith. But what I would say between you, give to the level of cheer. So, for instance, if your level of cheer, because uh, you have two levels, you have a level of cheer, you have a level of faith. OK. And so y'all have to decide, do we want to start with the level of cheer before we move to a level of faith? All right, because either way, you're ext- you're extending obedience and faith to God by even being willing to give 10% of your net. But what I would say is this. If you start with your net, then if God blesses you even more, make a decision that when we see an abundant blessing that's beyond our net, then we will take 10% of that and give that to the Lord in gross. So let me explain okay. it. Let's, okay. let's, let's say you get $1,000 a month in a salary. Let's say that. And you're going to give $100 a month to the Lord. I think that would be the best thing to do, but that's gross. But out of your 1000 let's say by the time Uncle Sam gets his piece and uh, you get now, let's say $800, you're saying mm-hmm. I'm going to give $80 to the Lord. Husband's saying I'm going to give $100 to the Lord. Now, which one do you think God would be more interested in? He's more interested in the hundred because he knows that he can multiply that hundred more than what the government ever ever took out. But maybe your faith is not there at that hundred dollar level. So what I would say over the next month, give 10 percent of the 800 or of the net. But when you see that God blesses you, then you make a decision from that point on to move to grow. So it's like a stair step. And that's what we've been doing. Okay. Has God blessed you by giving on your net? Dr. Hanson, I can say without a shot of a doubt, God blessed us even when we weren't even tithing off the net. He has kept us from the day we got married. Okay. We are in a place of, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I'm saying I'm listening to your testimony and I'm remembering what you said about my message, just enough, more than enough. If you want to get to more than enough, then step out in faith, uh, Miss Beanie, and try this next month by giving 10% of your gross and see how God moves in that. Because God says you can test him in this. It's the only time in scripture where he says you can test me in this. So if y'all been already given out of your net all these years and you have just enough, you're going to experience another level of God's movement when you go to the next level. Don't stay at the same level that you've been at. Okay. And and especially if the head of the house, the man of the house wants to take you to that level, go with him because God's going to bless the order of that faith. So go with him there. He's been doing great. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's always want to give abundantly. Well, see, I love that. Now you need to follow him in that because God will bless that order. Usually it's the reverse. The woman wants to give more. The man doesn't want to give as much. And it's a conflict in the house. You have a man that truly wants to spiritually lead, test God and obey God and take your family to the next level. I'm telling you, you're going to go. You're going to go to the more than enough level following a man like God has given you. Now, Dr. Anderson, 
Don't get me wrong. I love to give. I'm a giver. Yep, I get you. I give all the time. It's just that I'm a, I'm, I'm always uh, lurry on making sure that we can handle the things that come in, and that's the only reason why. I get it. Because I would give my all if I had it. I get it. So my, that's all. My wife is the same exact way. In fact, I had just texted her before uh, before the show to say, I believe God wants us to give away $200. This is above and beyond our offering. And my wife used to resist some of that because she knew we had bills to pay. Now, we still have, right. bills, we still have bills to pay, but God spoke to me this morning when I woke up uh, throughout the night. I was thinking $200, give away $200, give away $200. And, uh, and so when you have a spiritual head of the house that is saying God wants us to do this, it's really a level of faith for you as a wife to say, okay, Lord, you said it, we're going to do it. Now, let me tell you, the enemy gets involved in this because let's just say next month, it doesn't turn out the way you want it to turn out. You can't go back right. and say, you see, I told you, Mm-mm. you got to right. continue to affirm that, hey, God said this, God's going to take care of us. God just wants to see your faith and see your cheer. I believe he's going to blow your mind. Okay, well, I told my husband, I said, whatever you say, we're doing it, and you done answered it. Thank you. X, I love it. I love it. I love it. Thanks for calling me together. Hey, listen, I'm going to run to my break. God bless you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. As the will of the students goes, so goes the will of the nation. This is a central theme of the new movie, Return to the Hiding Place. The film about Corrie ten Boom and her secret army of teenagers' heroic efforts to hide and save Jews from the Nazis during World War II. Corrie's story was made famous by her book and the original movie produced by the Billy Graham Association. Now, 45 years later, comes Return to the Hiding Place, the untold, behind-the-scenes, true story of Corrie's secret army of student teenagers' efforts to rescue Jewish people. Told by Hans Poli, one of Corey's teens in the resistance, Return to the Hiding Place is an action-packed film of the Dutch underground's true, breathtaking rescue of an entire orphanage of Jewish children. Return to the Hiding Place, starring John Reese davies Watch this captivating movie tonight with your older children at SalemNow.com and save 20% with promo code WAVA. Due to historical content, might not be suitable for younger audiences. We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it, too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time. Uprising by Diamond and Silk, coming August 18th. Pre-order at Amazon or wherever books are sold. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. For those who love contemporary Christian music, CCM Magazine is a must-read. Explore the latest redemptive music and the culture it impacts by starting your subscription today. Visit CCMMagazine.com. This is the story they don't want you to see. Told by people they don't want you to hear at a time when so many desperately need to hear it. This is the story of Uncle Tom. Most people are completely oblivious to the history of the Democratic Party. The party of slavery. The history of the Democratic Party. Jim Crow laws. They're erasing all of the history of this country. They want to cover up 
history. The real history, not the revisionist history. If you are educated. Black people have been taught a narrative that has been created. You're actually miseducated. And that's when I realized that I've been lied to. I had been misled. It unraveled everything that I need to be true. Starring Larry Elder, Candace Owens, Herman Cain, Brandon Tatum. Hear their stories of how their life was changed when they finally figured out the truth. Go to UncleTom.com. Buy it now on pay-per-view and use promo code Larry for 20% off. UncleTom.com. Promo code Larry. This is their story of redemption and hope. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? Welcome to the second half of the program. It's open phone in Friday. Anything you want to ask me or talk about, I'm here uh, to serve you and hang out with you, really. It's a joy of mine to chill with you for the first hour of rush hour out of the nation's capital. So I'm going to give you the number, and then I'm going to go right back to the phone lines. If you feel led to give me a call and talk to me, we've got just uh, uh, a couple segments left. So get in where you fit in. I've got one open line. Here's my number, 888-432-432. 7434. All right. Hey, let's go to Dave. He's in Annapolis, Maryland. Hello, Dave. It's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing today? Hey, doing good, Dr. Anderson. I pulled off the side of the road so I could talk to you. My man. Thank you. What are you thinking of? Uh, a couple things. One, last time I talked to you was about immigration. And when I hung up, uh, one of the things that you said, because I, I brought Jesus into the conversation and you said, uh, some of our white brothers, you know, they go to Jesus when they don't want to talk about race. And I just didn't want to, to <laughs> number one, I'd love to talk to you about race about any time you want to. You got I it. Thank you, friend. <laughs> no, 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 ju- no Jesus was, juke, as we call it. Have you ever heard that before? Jesus, well, I'm not just, believe me. You know, if everybody looked at, looked at everybody through Jesus' eyes, we wouldn't be having this conversation about race. I heard that. Race, I heard and that. I truly believe that. The second thing was I was listening to you one day because I tried to listen to you every day. Thanks. And you were talking to this older white guy. He called in. He was talking about the color of Jesus. Yeah. And you were taking him down this line. And I thought you had a very good opportunity to witness to a very young Christian. And Mm. he was trying to get to the point. But it, it felt like you were trying to tell him that Jesus was black. You know, at the end of the conversation, you were saying, you know, by by ethnic background, you know, Mary and her skin, he probably was. And I don't care if Jesus was purple or not, just so yep. he gave me his grace. Right. But one of the things one of the things when I was riding down the road, I said, okay, because in your culture, in my culture, I'm a white guy, you know, people are darker. When I get when I get a suntan, I'm I'm probably as dark I'm I'm dark. Right. But the thing is what popped up in my mind was and I called you, I tried to call seven times, I said, Well, what color was the Holy Spirit? Mm. That's a good question. No color for the Holy Spirit yeah. is a spirit, right? Hundred percent. So you know, I just said I thought it was an opportunity. The guy was just pre- you know, and I think you were pressing that issue. Yeah. And I just said you know he needed to hear a little bit of you know I don't know I don't know I just I just wanted to tell you because the Bible says and I've been hanging on these two things and the Bible says. If I got something I want to talk about with a brother, I'd talk to him, and that's why I called first. I'm, I'm actually glad that you did. I remember that call. Was that the one where he said that he had heard someone say that Jesus was young, uh, uh, killed by the government, and black? 
Yeah, and you yep. were talking about the European painting right. being white. That's right. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you know what? I, like I said, I I just said that popped in my mind, and I said, okay, you know, there's so many different proofs. Sure. I don't want. But what I was trying I to what I was happen. trying to do, though, just so you know, Dave, uh, what I was trying to do is really help him figure out what his what his real question was because he said he had heard. I think it was Al Sharpton or somebody at the funeral say that he was a young uh, man who was killed by sure. the go- a young black man killed by the government. So there were three things right. about that. And he says, I'm having a problem. I don't quite understand that. And what we right. found out was right. out of the three things, it wasn't the fact that Jesus was young. That was a problem. It was because right. he was 33. It wasn't a problem uh, right. that Je- Jesus was killed by the government. He like he realized that he didn't think about it, but he realized that yep, it was the Roman right. government. So we helped him with those two. We found out that the one, the thing that really got him, was that you know the the preacher said Jesus was black, and so it was important to sure. really narrow in. What was your problem? Is your problem the government? Nope. Is your problem his age? Nope. What's the problem? The problem is somebody said he was black. Okay, well let's talk about that. Because what happened? Hundred percent, and I mm-hmm. yep. go ahead. Hundred percent, and 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 one of the things I said, you know, because I think he was a young Christian, and I and I, well, I, I don't wanted know. to say, I wanted to say, yeah, I, just by his questions, I right. assume that and he said he kind of was, and, and by the question, but I'm going to say, right. I wanted to say, we all nailed Jesus to the cross. It wasn't the Roman government. It wasn't Pungent Paul. We all nailed him there. Well, yes, yeah, sp- spiritually, yes, but we weren't there nailing him to the cross. Uh, just to be no, clear, it was the Roman soldiers, okay, and and and, oh, yeah. and also yeah. the Jews. It, it was the message that Peter preached in Acts, you know, two is because of the Jews. So, sure. but the reality is, you're right. Spiritually speaking, all of us are responsible for why he went to the cross. But when people are asking specific questions, I want to make sure to at least help them, especially with this area of race. When a white man's asking a black man question about race, you really want to try to help him and figure out what is he thinking. But you and I both know that Jesus was probably brown. He was a you know, sort of Palestinian, yeah. Jewish man. Uh, but a lot of a lot of white folk, and, and this is the generalistic statement I'm going to make, not about you, Dave, but there are a yeah. lot of white yeah. folk that really do see Jesus as a European Savior, and that's a stumbling block for so many African American people who, who, when they think about supremacy, when they think about all that they have uh, suffered under sure. white oh, white yeah. uh, racism, to make Jesus a white European as well makes it really hard for a lot of African Americans to say, I, I don't know how to deal with this Christianity thing. So we at least have to be accurate in you know where he came from, and that was a continent of of Africa and that side of the world in oh, the Mediterranean. Sure. Yeah. So that's all we were talking about. Yeah. You, you'd agree oh, with I that. Oh, I know. I know. I just said, and, and, and it goes, it, it's both ways. And, you know, yeah. I, I could care less if it was purple. You know what? Yeah. I look at him and I look at the grace he's given all of us. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm with you, my brother. I, I understand well, what you were trying to do. There you go. I just, just had that on my heart. Well, and I, I love that when you have something on your heart, you call me. You can do it anytime from anywhere. I appreciate you. Okay, Dave? All right, my brother. Have a good day. Blessings to you. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We'll be right back. and organizational issues, church liability and risk management, and real estate matters. 
This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems, as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCollum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass, and you're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm hanging out with you right here. 888-432-7434. Open phone in Friday. This gets really fun because we get to hang out with one another. Let me go to Silver Spring, Maryland, and talk to Mafri, who's on the line. Hello, Mafri. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Good, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What are you thinking? I am thinking, they were discussing earlier about tithing. This is my question. Um, Normally, I tithe to the church, but recently I had asked my husband the question of, you know, is it okay to instead tie to the church this month if we can give it to a family that's in need? Mm-hmm. And we couldn't really come up with an answer. Gotcha, gotcha. I would give an offering to the family that's in need, and I'd give a tithe to the okay. church. So if you've made a commitment to tithe to your church, let's say $100 a month, let's just say that, uh-huh. uh, but you see a family in need and they need $50, I would give $150 that month and trust the Lord with that extra offering. Now, if you don't have I it, see. yeah, if you don't have it, uh, then I would help pray that God would meet that need through someone else, but I would not uh, take your tithe from your church and give it to them. Is that helpful? Okay, perfect. Excellent. That's the answer. <laughs> Excellent. That's great. Thank you so much, Mafri, for calling. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Great. For holding on. God bless you. And may the Lord just uh, take that generous heart of yours and multiply more blessings upon blessings in your life. And remember, let's say it was $100, and now you're going to add 50 as an offering to the hurting family. 
know that God is going to multiply that blessing. So when that blessing gets multiplied, make sure two things happen. You pray and give God the glory and thank him for the extra blessing that's going to come your way. And then secondly, make sure you give 10% of the extra blessing that comes your way. I hope I helped you. All right, let me run to Angela, who's in Waldorf, Maryland now. Hello, Miss Angela. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing great, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. I'm so glad you're hanging with me. What are you thinking today? Yes. Well, first of all, I have been trying to get through, but it's been busy. But anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> you just answered part of the question about the tithing. Um, what the young lady was saying, give it to a family um, versus, you know, giving it to the church. Right. So thanks for that. And um, the other part was... Um, if you don't have a church home, because I had three questions. If you don't have a church home, and, you know, how do you know, you know, um, when or where would you go that, you know, if that's where God wants you to be, to be spiritually fed, and, um, you know, if you're not tithing right now because you don't have a church home, could you, you know, give it to, like, a minister or pastor or someone that's, you know, helping you, teaching you the word and things of that nature. That's exactly the right thing to ask and do. Thank you for that. Yes. If you don't have a church home, uh, uh, you're accountable to one particular house of the Lord, then give to the big C church. So you have the small C church, those are churches, and you have the big C church. That's the kingdom of God. All the churches together, we make up the church of Christ. And so give 10%. Uh, to the Lord through other ministries or directly to uh, other people as the Lord leads you. I think that that is okay. Um, But I always say whoever is spiritually feeding you, uh, you don't want to eat for free. You know, so if you're receiving teaching every day or every week from the same man or woman of God, then sow back into that ministry because you know it's good soil. And a, a giving is right. like give, put a seed. It's going to grow more and more and more. So uh, you can feel really, really good about placing that seed in some really good ministry soil. Right. But that, that, that individual um, is in a church, but they, they're not the pastor for that church. She's a, uh, an apostle. So she travels around, you know, go to different countries and so forth and preach and teach go the word f- of God. But she is affiliated with a church base that she goes to. But she's the one that, you know, like... Well, you're you're free on this one, Angela, to give either way. You can give the evangelist. You can give to the church. You can do a tithe and an offering where you give... Uh, you know, the 10% to the church and th- give the offering to the evangelist or vice versa. Uh, there's there's a lot of freedom here in giving, but the fact that you want to give, you see, that's the heart that God wants. You can't get this wrong, you c- and you can't beat God's giving. So go ahead and bless, bless the people who are blessing you. Uh, you're going to be happy to do it, and God's going to multiply that blessing, okay? Okay. And the other question was, you know, we had talked about my mom recently passing and so forth, and we had talked about the counseling and so forth. But I had this um, counselor that I used to talk to before, but I don't know if she's a Christian or what, but she always tells me to write a letter to my mom. And I'm like, my mom can't see the letter, so why am I writing my mom a letter? She said, yes, my mom can see it. And my thing is, isn't God the only one that has the all-seen eyes that can see and everything that we do or what we're saying and all, you know, writing or anything like that. So someone saying, write a letter to your mom, what do you think? 
think of that. I mean, as far as, you know, telling your mom how you feel. I think you should do it. I think you should do it. I think it's okay. Whether she can read it or not is not the issue. Uh, You want to write it out to get everything out that you really want to say. It's going to help you. All right. Your mom is fine. uh, And, you know, whether she can read it or not is truly another theological subject. We know that now she is more alive than she's ever been before. So we know she's alive. We also know that the Jesus that we talk to can communicate to her. Uh, And so uh, whether she can see you or hear you or read what you write or look over your shoulder or not, it's a theological debate, but let's not worry about it. Uh, Write that letter because you need to say everything you want to say. You want to forgive her. You want to bless her. Just go ahead and do it. It's it's not against the scripture. You're not going to be in peril uh, by by doing that at all. In fact, I think it's going to be very therapeutic for you. And then go ahead and put it in an envelope, uh, seal the envelope, and put it away in your uh, in your file somewhere and know that you did it. Or go somewhere and light it with a candle or a match and just burn that thing. Uh, but you did the exercise, and I think it would be helpful to your spirit. Okay, okay. Thank you so much, Okay, great. I hope that helps you, Miss Angela. God bless you, my sister. Uh, again, that is my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. I don't have a lot of chapter and verse on that one. So uh, give me some grace on it if you disagree. All right. Uh, but I just want you to know my thoughts on it since you asked me. I think it's a great therapeutic move. And I think in journals, you ought to write letters to people you may not ever see again, whether they're dead or alive. Writing a letter doesn't mean you're sending the letter, right? And so there may be somebody you want to send a letter to. You write them the letter, and then you say, you know what? I'm not going to mail that, but I'm glad I got it out. <laughs> and then go ahead and burn that thing, okay? And let's go to Ray, who's in Miami, Florida. Hi, Ray. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you, sir? I'm good, Dr. Anderson. How you doing? I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? No, no problem. Yes, sir. I actually had a question for you. Um, me and my wife, we've been together about 10 years, but we've been married uh, a little over four. Okay. Um, and we've been having a lot of struggles in terms of, uh, like, emotional availability on my part. Uh, and she just feels, like, very hurt, like I haven't been there for her. Um, like, I do everything else in terms of the bills and, you know, all that physical, all that stuff. But yeah. in terms of being like emotionally available for her i haven't been there for her and recently we just uh separated um for a little a little trial period and over the separation i found out um i have depression okay so that's that's kind of been like the looking back on it that kind of been the the focal point of you know all our problems are you getting um, help so now for it? i have to yes yes i am i actually just you know it's a big it's a big stigma and yeah. you know african-american community yeah. of mental illness kind of you know don't believe it um, but I have gotten help, um, just started the medication on it. Um, oh. But now um, my goal is to try to figure out how to communicate with my wife to try to, you know, get back, you know, try to stay in the word, you know, yeah. try to try to do that, get in that, that angle. So let me recommend. That makes sense. Yeah. First of all, I'm so proud of you for getting help. All right. And uh, that help, okay. the, the medicine, the help, the prayer, the getting in the word, all that's going to help you get back on track. Uh, what I want you to do is to take her out on a date and share with her your journey. And maybe do a date once a week or twice a month or once a month, whatever she'll allow. But uh, apologize. Say, I'm sorry. This is a disease. I want to work on this. But at least start with dating and communicating. All right, Ray, look, I got I got this break, but I'm glad you were able to get it, my brother. May the Lord be with you. Okay. yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. I'll be right back.
Don Crow here talking with local expert realtor Christy Moore, and she's sharing some amazing statistics with me. Don, what most people don't know is that 42% of the properties listed in the DMV will not sell. There are over 115 variables that affect your bottom line when you decide to sell your house. Our team of experts know how to navigate those variables to ensure your home sells at a great price in the time frame you need. With thousands of transactions closed and over 100 years of experience, if you decide to take our advice, you will sell your house. We've sold dozens of homes that didn't sell the first time for at or more than the previous asking price and typically in less than 30 days. Contact Christy Moore at 866-404-5858. That's 866-404-5858. One more time, contact Christy at 866-404-5858. Why not give her a call right now? Hi, I'm Patrick Fingles, owner of New Look Home Design. Life can be a little tough at times. Like instead of flying, having to take the old family road trip. I mean, we could all use a little easy in our lives. At New Look, we make getting a new roof easy. Getting a contractor to call you back can be challenging. New Look has a customer service team ready to take your call and help you with your project. No more unreturned phone calls. Find out why over 30,000 homeowners have chosen New Look to do their roof. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. And choose from a variety of financing options that work for you. So you can pay for your roof when you're ready. Don't you wish everything in life could be as easy as getting a new look roof? Call 800-279-5300. That's 800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. While we can't make a road trip where all you hear is, are we there yet, easy, we can make roofing easy. Now streaming on SalemNow.com is the brand new film, Selfie Dad. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis who becomes an overnight social media phenomenon only to turn away from God and his family. But when he's confronted with a newfound friendship and the life-changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness. Some of these things I just can't fix without some sort of direction. And I'm finding it right here in the Bible. God can do incredible things. Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce, as well as Grammy singer, YouTube star Jamie Grace, and War Room's Karen Abercrombie. It will inspire you to find the life-changing value of the Bible. Watch Selfie Dad at SalemNow.com and use promo code WAVA to save 20%. That's SalemNow.com, promo code WAVA. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you? Thanks a lot for hanging out with me. It's open phone-in Friday. Let's see if we can get one or two more in. Arthur's in Baltimore, Maryland. Let's go there. Hello, Arthur. It's Dr. Anderson. You're on the air. All right, let's go to Fred. Okay, you're there. Good. I'm doing great. Hey, what are you thinking today, Mr. Arthur? Uh, the two verses that you used first thing when you got on the air this, morning, this afternoon, mm-hmm. they, both, they both go together because that grace that was abound for all sin was Jesus Christ dying on the cross. And when you look at Romans chapter 5, verse 8, that, that, that closes that off right mm. there. Mm. You know what I mean, it's only by his grace. 
You know what I mean? That right. All things, even all the conversations that 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 we shared so far today, that's all under that blood, under that yeah. grace that God gave us. That's you know it. What I mean, I like it. I like it. They do go together. They're both in the same chapter, but that's powerful. That uh, you know, He demonstrated His love, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And at the same time, when sin increases, grace increases all the more. Thank you so much, author. Let me get uh, Carmen, who's in Frederick, Maryland. Hey, Carmen, you're my last call. What are you thinking today? Hi, brother. Uh, the Lord helped me to um, uh, participate here because in my heart it's been that we Christians, the believers, we should have more reconciliation talk uh, to what's happening. For example, based on the Bible, instead of um, seeing the white race as a uh, hateful all the time. I think we should focus on individuals because we have to look at many white people have been on the cause of uh, black people throughout history anyway, mm -hmm. and even today, uh, a bunch of them. So it's not a matter of just all the white people. Right. I mean, why we have to um, change um, Jesus, be black in order to love him? Um, yeah. Well, we don't, have, we, have we don't have to change enemies. him. No, we don't have to change him. We just have to accurately reflect him. Oh, well, he's not Palestinian. He wasn't Palestinian. Palestinian. He was a Jew, but he was a Jew, and he was from that part of the earth. Do you think he was European? Does that matter to you or not matter to you? It doesn't matter, but why, why change the history now? I mean, if, if we're trying to portray, uh, don't, don't, if it's white, then we can uh, love him. You know, then, then we are putting. Well, we're not we're not talking hateful. about we're not talking about loving or hating white people. We're talking about was Je Jesus European? That was the question that came up when the gentleman called me uh, a week or two ago and came up again today. If he's not well, European, is it wrong to say that he's European? No, but most Jews are are, are European are, are white basically. Yeah. Have you been so to, Have you matter. been to Israel? Uh, no, but I'm not a lot oh, of um Okay, well, no, around. I'm just saying I've been to Israel several <laughs> times and I've taken over 80 people and I've baptized 22 people in the Jordan. I'm very familiar with that part of the world and uh, you can be olive or you can be almost as dark as me, but you're not European. Just to be clear, we're talking about being accurate. And that's important because when you talk about systemic racism, what you don't want to do is to somehow paint Jesus as something he's not. I'm not trying to say he was black. Some people do. There's an argument for it. But to argue that he is a white European is just not accurate. And we want to at least be accurate, Miss Carmen. Hey, listen, I got to go. We're at the end of the show. But I like the man's question. What about the color of the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is a spirit. There's no color to it. Uh, but here's the good news. Regardless of your color, class, or culture, there's no Jew or Greek. We can all come to the, to the feet of Jesus as sinners and receive his grace and love one another because of that. And it doesn't mean that I'm better than you or I'm worse than you. It means that we're equally sinful and we should equally cling on to the hope uh, that lies within us and not subjugate one to another. And Jesus, we thank you for that opportunity to know you for who you really are. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen.